0: You are the Lord, the great and mighty one. How excellent is your name in all the earth. How excellent is your name in all the earth. We bless you, O God. We bless you, we glorify and lift up your name. You are truly a great and an awesome God. We declare, O God, that this
1: is holy ground. Father, we declare, O God, that even as we stand
0: in your presence, O Lord, like your God would speak, O God, to Moses, O God, even out of the burning bush, tonight, O God, that you would speak to your sons and your daughters, we pray, O oh God, that our ears will be open, our eyes will be open, our hearts will be ready to receive, O oh God, from you, O oh God, the words of truth, the words of life. And so, God, we pray today, let there be, O oh God, just an open worship, O oh God, an open heaven, O oh God, where your people, O oh God, will just be able to engage with you, your worthy Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. We glorify and lift up your name, O King of glory. Father, this is our desire this evening that you would just speak to us. So even as we worship, even as we praise you, O God, just receive our worship, O God. Receive our praises, O God. Hear these praises from a grateful heart, from a heart, O God, that is thankful Because all that we have and all that we are is because of the handiwork of God. And so, Lord, we ascribe greatness to our God. We ascribe glory and honor to him who sits upon the throne. Be all glory, be all majesty, be all power, be all dominion today. Have your way in this place and even in our lives as we worship you today. In Jesus' name.
1: Father, we just worship you right now because we've come to honor the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we know, Father God, that our best is yet to come, oh God. And that our ladder is going to be greater. Hallelujah. We just worship you right now, my God. Oh, you're so wonderful, my God. So majestic you are, Lord. Oh, Lord. We Just worship. Honor you right now, because your ladder, oh, 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 can we just sing this song right now? Your ladder, your ladder, your ladder will be greater than your past, you will be blessed, you Despite all that has been done We gotta declare right now The best you get to her And your ladder And your ladder Tell you right now, the best is yet to come. Your past. Come on, let's your ladder, and your ladder will be—it's gonna be greater, we'll be greater. Oh, we've got to be greater, oh, greater, greater, greater It will, will, will be greater than my am My of Lord, and my ladder, of will be I believe, our believe, it's for God On will be greater It will be greater than my am Hallelujah We're declaring this evening right now That the best is yet to come Though I have seen Your ear has heard the things that God's gonna do right now. Hallelujah! Oh, we just want you, Lord. Your best is yet to come. Oh, right now, my God, yeah. To the best, come on. Your best is yet to come, oh God. Your best is yet to come, right now. And And our king is the king of peace. By your name, oh God, because there's no one like you, oh God. You're so marvelous, Lord, and you're so worthy, of oh God. We just honor you right now. We give you glory, God. We give you glory right now. Oh, oh. The heavens of oh God, all around, oh God, we just worship you. We dishonor you right now because we stand in all of you, Lord. And God. We dishonor you, Father, and you're so worthy, Lord. Oh, Father, oh, so oh God, Lord, I stand, I stand in all of you. We stand right now, I stand, I stand in of you. Holy God, holy God, to all oh, praise, all oh, praises. And I stand Lord, And we stand, oh God. I stand alone. I stand alone. I stand. I stand alone. Only God. Only God. All praise, of oh God.
0: your hope. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. We bless you, Lord. Father, we come to you in the name that is above every other name, at the name of Jesus. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this time. That we can gather not only, O God, just to worship and praise you, but we position ourselves at the feet of the Lord Jesus. Father, we ask, O God, like Samuel did, and we say, Speak, Lord. For we your servants here. So cause our eyes to open. Cause our ears to hear. Cause our hearts, O God, to be inclined. Let there be a stirring. I believe tonight, O God, that even as your servant, Apostle John, would share, O God, the word of the Lord to us, the experience, O God, and the encounter would be as those on the road to Emmaus that says, didn't our hearts but burn within us as He spoke the words of truth. I pray today, O God, that you would speak through your servant, let's touch our hearts and our minds, touch our lives, change us, Lord. We ask in Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen, and amen. amen, amen, amen. You may be seated, amen. God bless you, God bless you. Thank you for coming, amen. We're blessed to have Pastor Rajan and Pastor Ernest as well joining with us, amen. And for the family of God here at Potter's House for joining with us, amen. Now we, I want to introduce to you to, or introduce a man that doesn't need any introduction, a great man of God. <laughs> amen, amen. But we're blessed to have uh, Joe, Pastor Vidal, Pastor Lynette, that have been traveling with Pastor, uh, Pastor John. And so we blessed today to have uh, my spiritual father. And the one that gives oversight, not over my my life, but over the church, to come and share with us. That's why I I said to you, if if any day is important, today is important. It's important to hear that the one that gives covering over us speak to us. Amen. And uh, we we, we were supposed to have a big celebration. But uh, we had to change it, but we're going to have a big celebration. Then you invite it again. Uh, Let's put our hands together for Apostle John.
2: I greet you all in the lovely, never-failing name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Twenty years. Hallelujah. Well, we all don't make a big thing of twenty, but twenty-one is coming. Twenty-one is coming. Hallelujah. So we want to congratulate you for twenty years of pioneering, pushing ahead, and the many aspects of this ministry. And I spend the entire evening here talking about your outreach work in in uh, Mbamulu, the feeding scheme in town, the outreach in Rwanda, in Kenya, in America. My, this is a great house. I said this is a great house. Amen. Amen. The greatness is not determined by the size of the structure by the but it is determined by the influence Mm -hmm. that you exert Mm -hmm. and the influence of this house where your pastor is giving oversight to 130 churches in kenya Mm -hmm. is that right is that the right number maybe less more Man, that's influence. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we, we wish you well and we praise God for what you are doing. And this powerful praise and worship team. When's the next time you're going to release your next CD? It's a long time it's coming. Man.
1: <laughs> and
2: then? Has that come coming? I remember last year when Pastor Greg Fuller was preaching. Lord gave you a song on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Remember?
1: Yes.
2: Alright? And you haven't composed it and put it on the track to date. Is that right, son? Amen? Now, I, I, I came to purchase that CD. Hallelujah. <laughs> but please, that's that was so powerful. That's what I remember from the last time I was here. So please, uh, they just composed a song on the spot by the spirit, and I thought that was going to be uh, gone with the wood, with the wind and be a blessing to many more people. But thank God for you. Thank God, Pastor Gerald. Thank you for allowing me to share tonight. Awesome. And uh, I promise to get you out of here within the next time limit afforded to me. Let's pray. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. I worship you. I honor you. I bless you. Lord God Almighty, do a great work here tonight. the mighty name of Jesus. Anoint our eyes to see, anoint our ears to hear. Lord, we pray that this great work that you have for all of us, that we would be able to complete it in the mighty name of Jesus. If you turn with me to the book of Esther, chapter 1. Esther chapter 1. You read that entire book. It's a powerful book. It's a, a book that starts out with a spectacular banquet. It's a royal occasion when the king is celebrating many many triumphs and there were many people that were observing what was taking place but not all of them were observing it with spiritual eyes to discern what was God doing. One of our challenges as the Church of Jesus Christ is that we have eyes But we don't see. Amen? We don't see what is taking place in the spiritual dimension. Which one of us would have said on the 31st of December 2019 that the churches would be closed down? None of us here would have said that the churches would be closed down. And then, when we would return, we would be limited to 50 people, and then later on to 50% of the building capacity. Some things that we never saw. And yet, the Bible tells us that the ministry of the Holy Spirit is, is varied, it's many. There is so many aspects of the ministry of the Holy Spirit that is so powerful and so essential. The Bible says he's the helper, he's the comforter. And all of us at some time or the other, we need comfort, we need help. Hallelujah, we need counsel from the Holy Ghost. But one of the things that he said, the work of the Holy Spirit, he will show you things. He will show you things to come.
1: All of God's people
2: that are anointed of the Holy Ghost should have insight into the future. The future should not catch us by surprise because the helper is alongside of us and he he comes to show us things to come. What an advantage do we have as God's people, as God's church, as Christian businessmen? We can have insight into that which is to come. Also, we should be able to read the signs that God gives to us because God doesn't want to leave his people in the dark. And at the end of last year, just to give you a little bit of a, uh, a run-up to where we are, and I said to three of the young men in the church, I said to them, please guys, I want you to take the midnight service, the crossover service. And you'll seek the face of the Lord. I'm going to sit back and just wait to see what God is saying to them. And so, Pastor General, you'll understand this better. Because I was not preaching, I was disengaged. I was in the spirit, but I wasn't really focused. You know what I mean? For that entire day, and because I knew that I'm going to go to the service, I'm going to sit back and listen to what these young men have to say. But towards the the latter part of the afternoon, I sensed the spirit of God coming upon me, and I. I could sense and I know the Spirit of God I'm saying Lord what are you saying I withdrew myself to the room and I began to seek the face of the Lord and I said Lord uh, do you want to give me a word for the year 2020 and so I asked the Lord I said Lord what are you saying for 2020 so and then the Lord said to me why are you asking me for a word just for 2020? Why don't you ask me for a word for the next decade? For the next 10 years? I've got this on tape. You are free to, to access it at any time you want to. And then the Lord began to reveal to me some of the things that we are going to experience in the next 10 years. With this revelation came a desire in my heart to be able to be preserved by the hand of God. God must give me good health, that I would like to walk alongside the young men, amen, as they negotiate what is uh, gonna befall us in the next 10 years. I looked at my grandchildren and I said, and I prayed this prayer, I said, Lord, I'd like to be there for the boys just to help them because there are some serious and sober things that is coming on the face of the earth. The Lord told me that 2020, and yes, Pastor Gerald, that is here present, he'll tell you this is the truth or not. The Lord told me that the year is going to be a year of trouble. There's going to be a tumultuous times. I did mention that we were going to have some pestilence i did not say covid i want you to know i never said covid but i said we in for some serious challenges and that the economy is going to crash this was at the at the end of last year and so then i said that the what well, the trouble that's going to come is going to be but the beginning of sorrows. And if you were shaken with the COVID pandemic, there are worse things yet to
1: come. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. There are things that are coming after the one, there'll be another. But, and there will be some serious, major challenges. I'm not going to go into all that tonight, but I mentioned that the year 20. 21 at the end of the year we will only see the recovery of that which we were suffered as a setback in 2020. So brace yourself. Hallelujah. Brace yourself that you would be strong and you would not, your faith will not fail. But I also said that God is gonna take care of His own. Amen. And in the midst of the storms, there's storms coming. In the midst of the storms, the Lord spoke to me that his people will experience a glory that would supersede anything that they've seen in the past. Hallelujah. So I'm excited about the future. I say, bring it on. Because there's a glory that is waiting for us. Somebody said Amen. Amen. Now, two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago now, in our church, uh, with the School of the Prophets, of which Potter's House is an integral part, and we want to celebrate your participation again and again. It was such a great time to see, and this year we missed it. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Even some of the mothers would come up and they would serve meals, and what a blessing. We really missed it. Hallelujah. I did not miss Pastor Gerald's teaching, but I missed uh, the participation of our mothers, amen. And but this year we didn't have it, hallelujah. But about two two and a half years ago, at one of the schools, at the end of the school, we had a seminar, and uh, a brother came on the Sunday morning. He called me out of the church, and he said, he gave me a prophecy that caused me to sit up. He said there are two phases of your life that you must still, and God wants you to accomplish certain things in the two phases of your life. I looked at him, and he he saw my look, and he said, but don't worry, you're not gonna die. After the meeting, I went to him, and we had lunch together, and I said to him, "Sir, can you tell me what exactly is this that I must do? And I don't mind, as long as you're in the center of God's will, God can send me to Calcutta, to Timbuktu, to Australia, if that's the center of his will, that's where i want to be and then the man said the lord never told me what exactly you must do you must go and ask the lord yourself Hmm. that's a nice prophet (laughs) come and get me excited and he gets me flat and he says you gotta go and seek the face of the lord and i began to seek the face of the lord and i sought the face of the lord for a whole year and uh then after the year's prayer the result was the magazine we launched the magazine almost to, uh, the year later and then i was praying again now now my prayers are taking on a desperate note because i only got one more thing to accomplish according to god's timetable for my life so you need to pay attention this might be the last time you see me hallelujah <laughs> now then i began to pray and i began to seek the face of the lord, lord what do you want me? this was on my heart constantly you know it's one of those prayers when you're not praying out loud in the prayer meeting but as you're driving, as you're thinking, and you're focusing, you say, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And uh, and then I saw a sign. Like it was with Mordecai. It was a party, a time of festivity. A heathen king celebrating his victory and his triumph. And at the conclusion of the, the celebration, he summons his wife. Vashti to come to him. And she refuses because he could have been drunk and whatever it was. And then the the elders come together and they have counsel with the king. And they say you need to do something about this. Because if you don't do something about this this thing will spread throughout the entire kingdom. And they advise him to put Vashti away. Now that was just a putting away of a woman. But Mordecai he saw a sign in that act that caused him to change yes, to change focus. With the coronavirus, everything that has taken place, if you have not seen the sign of what God is indicating to the church, that we have to change our focus. Yes. Yes. We have to. It's imperative. We cannot do church like. We did it before yes. another word that god gave to me and i shared this at length with the church was that god said the next big thing that i am doing is small but if we manage the small we'll become big the next big thing that i'm doing is small and if we manage the small properly we will become big." Hallelujah. So I share that word with you. And so, you know the story of how Mordecai prepared Esther to enter into that beauty pageant. Hallelujah. How he he caused her to enter into that beauty pageant. On the 11th of June this year, it could have been the day after, the 12th or the 13th, but on the 11th, June this year there was a a newspaper cutting saying that the Constitutional Court has instructed Parliament to change their policies on the next election. Gave them two years to do that and when I read that article I knew that I found my purpose. I knew when I read that article, it was like Mordecai looking at this at this banquet, and he's, when this guy's putting away his wife and that sort of thing. He saw his purpose. That God wanted me to be involved in alerting the church to a God-given opportunity that's gonna last for two to three years and not longer. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's with an urgency that I share this with you. We need to change our focus. that which we are involved in thank god for the church and all that it's accomplished up until this point hallelujah you and i would not be here if it wasn't for what the church has accomplished that we could have been enjoying this wonderful salvation but the church is the vehicle of the lord to bring the kingdom into focus let me repeat that the church is the vehicle bring the kingdom into focus. And all through the scriptures you read that Jesus said repent for the kingdom. John the Baptist said repent for the kingdom. Matthew chapter 24 and verses 14 when Jesus is speaking about the signs before the end time he says and the sign will be that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the world and then shall the end up until now, as a church, by and large, we have not preached the gospel of the kingdom. But I'm here to tell you, we are making adjustments. We are changing because the season is changing.
1: Yeah.
2: Hallelujah. Yeah. So, what does the kingdom entail? The Bible tells me in Matthew chapter 28, Jesus speaking, he said to his disciples, he says, Go into all the world and disciple nations. Not going to have a crusade and plant a church as part of the program, but as to disciple nations. I would like to ask my learned friend here present, do you know of any nation that has been discipled according to the command of Jesus to date? i want to ask all of us today uh, do you know of a nation that was disciple not not a not just a community a nation that was disciple this is the mandate of jesus this is a mandate that causes our minds uh, to not to be uh, to, to be blown up uh, to be stretched uh, and i believe that before the world lord returns that there are going to be several nations that will be a testimony to the magnificence of his power and the power of the gospel that nations will be disciples in my heart i believe that south africa could be one of those nations hear, my, hear what i'm saying i believe with all my heart that south africa could be now not according to the stats because the stats says that 80% of the people in South Africa are Christian. We're not talking about nominal Christianity. We're talking about born again, spiritual, Amen. Holy Ghost, baptized, and fire for God where the glory of God is manifested in every aspect of their lives. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus. God wants his kingdom to be displayed on the earth. Hallelujah. the glory of the gospel is that which would be displayed and that's the kingdom of God. And then shall the end come. So with that in mind, I saw this uh, this, this newspaper cutting and I knew immediately that I must be involved for the next, next couple of years in going to tell the church wherever I have an opportunity to get themselves ready to move in to the area, the mountain of politics. Somebody say, hey amen.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm here for two reasons. I'm gonna tell you my altar call right now so you know where I'm going to. Number one, I'm gonna make an altar call for people to have a burden to intercede. Number two, I'm gonna ask for those of you that feel called to be a Daniel or a Joseph in the house, to come forward and I want to pray for you because I believe that there could be a Daniel and a Joseph in the house. Amen. And God wants to anoint you and to release you to prepare yourself to be part of his kingdom expansion program. Hallelujah. We have failed, the church has failed in recent years we have identified no problem we could identify an anointed song leader hallelujah we could identify a preacher or a teacher or an evangelist but the church has failed to identify the Joseph's and the Daniel's that were in the house of God yes. we failed but I believe that God has given us an opportunity that we can Uh, Make the best of the time that we have left for us. Somebody said, Amen. 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 We have magnified, we have celebrated the ministry of the song leader, the preacher, to the place. We said, This guy's called. You know, this guy's called. Why is he called? Because he's called because he, he can preach. He's called because he can teach. He's called because he can sing. And we did not recognize those that were called to serve the purposes of God in the civic society. Mm-hmm. Somebody said. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> amen. Now so I I started out this journey and just to give you a little bit of a background, I started out this journey. I felt the spirit of God move upon me. I summoned the leaders to come to church on a Sunday night. You were there, Joe, you were there. And I invited some other pastors to come and play testimony and I said, Listen, I'm uh, I'm I'm relinquishing all responsibilities of the local church and for the next two years i'm going to be on the road to go to every village hamlet and to go share this message church prepare your josephs and your daniels to conquer the mountain of politics hallelujah i did not have a program there was absolutely nothing all i knew that i was responding to this burden I knew that this was the last thing that god would want me to do i'll still preach i'll still pray i'll still prophesy over people but this thing this, this thing i have to do like paul said this one thing i do this is my focus in the next next 24 36 months and so i made the announcement and i said if anybody here that says john i think you missed it you need to spend some time with your grandchildren please tell me because in the corporate witness uh, we will determine the will of god Amen. And so long story short, everybody said, we bear witness, you can go. Not knowing, like Abraham. The Bible says he went to seek for a country. He did not know where he was going, but he was following the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Then I came down to Durban. I shared in Durban at, uh, at another meeting. And then we went up to Richards Bay. Pastor General was there. And we came up all the way to, to Richards Bay hallelujah and I went up to Richards Bay not uh, officially going up to the meeting I went up there to go buy a window an aluminium window because uh, my my window at home rotted and I knew another guy that years ago that he was making aluminium windows I phoned him he said he'd give me a nice discount and so I said I said to Jonathan Jonathan let's take a ride up to to, to Richards Bay and while I'm there and I phoned Pastor Charlton I said Pastor Charlton can you gather the pastors together? I'm coming for a window, and he gathered. There was about 50 pastors gathered. We they were still under that uh, condition, and we had a powerful time. I shared my heart like I'm sharing with you now. And then afterwards, they prayed for me. The pastor said, "We want to pray for you." Pastor Gerald was there, and Vital was there, and he he taped that part of where they were ministering to me, and they prayed and they prophesied for 18 minutes, hmm. crying and weeping, weeping under the spirit of God. And I'm sitting in the chair and I'm crying. I didn't go there uh, to be ministered to. I was going to buy a window, but God confirmed that this that I'm about to do is part of his plan and program. One of the prophecies, and there's many prophecies. If you need a copy, you can get a copy of, of the prophecies that's on record was that, that God is gonna cut me like a diamond Amen. When I that, at that meeting, he was cutting me like a diamond. That means I'm a rough diamond. You know what I mean? I'm a rough diamond. I'm not. And then he's going to polish that side. Then when I go to the next ministers' meeting, I'm going to be cut there. And then I'm going to be cut, and eventually, I'll be polished. Hallelujah. So the best is yet to come. Amen. 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 The best is yet to come. Now listen, I uh, I'm sitting there, I'm crying and I'm weeping, and uh, the guys began to prophesy. And, um there was a caucasian guy a white guy he began to shake he began to shake and he began to shake and then he prayed and he came to me afterwards he said man i am under at and uh, he's my pastor we're part of his network of churches and this message i will phone At, to that you must go and talk to him now most of you know at is a national television this is how god has been leading just automatically just happened again without without even now uh, 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 I don't even know but uh, God began to just move then one of the ladies at the end of the time of ministry prophesied she said something like this she said my servant's hands is clean but you pastors and if you don't do anything about what you heard the blood will be on your hands so I'm saying I'm not gonna prophesy like that Hallelujah.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to talk the like that, okay?
2: But Pastor Jero will qualify that later. Now, then, I want you to listen carefully because I'm going somewhere with this. Then that, that was on the Tuesday, Monday Tuesday, Tuesday. The Thursday, I was flying down to Cape Town. There again, it wasn't for a meeting that was specifically to talk to pastors about what I'm sharing with you. I was going to another meeting where two churches were coming together. Come to become one, and they have having a land dedication. So when the pastor asked me to be part of that uh, thing, I said to him, "Sir, if you can speak to the, the ministers, I'd like to speak to some ministers about what is what I see. This opportunity with this constitutional ruling." And then the, the, the pastor that was inviting me, he gave me a phone number of of, of of a brother. He said, "Phone him." And so I phoned him. Now listen, there are over three thousand. This is no exaggeration. There's over three thousand churches across the whole Cape Flats and the Cape Town area. Because you take uh, churches in classrooms, in, in garages, and some big cathedrals. So it's not, it's not an exaggeration to say that it's over 3,000 churches. And then I phoned this pastor and I said to him, Sir, God has spoken to my heart. I've seen this ruling of the Constitutional Court. He says to me, John, the lady that made that application to this uh, Constitutional Courts in my church. Out of 3,000 churches, the one church that I phoned, the lady's there. If you don't see God in this, then I don't know what to, how you how you're going to see God. Then the man takes me one step further, and he says, "the the retired judge who fought the case in the constitutional court." I know him. I'll set it up for you to meet him. The Saturday I'm having lunch with the constitutional court. The one the guy that won the case on his farm. And he's giving me the story of how he argued his case. I'm giving him the story of how I saw that uh, the, the, the thing and what it means to me. And uh, he is my friend. Today, I was in Gerald's house, laying down, resting, just before the service. And then uh, the, that guy phoned me from Cape Town. He turned in my call. He says he's coming up to see me and spend some time with me. Yeah. And we spoke, and then I ran, I ran, I ran into the lounge. And I, I want to be honest with you, I was so excited about this guy, this retired judge phoning me. I ran, I didn't even put my, my, my clothes on properly. You know, that's the Right, Danny? You know, that's the truth. Huh? I had long johns on, you know, but I was so excited. Now, those of you that are watching me on television, Hallelujah. <laughs> I was in my, my daughter's house. Hemen, and But I was so excited, the judge, this judge is following me, and he's telling me, and this is what he said to me, John, if you need any legal advice, send me the documents that you're working on. I'll look at it, and I'll advise you what to do. Yeah. hallelujah. I'm amazed. Church, the will of God for your life, for your life, as I'm sharing about the will of God for my life, the will of God for your life, if you pursue the will of God for your life, you'll be amazed what God will do for you. Yes. You'll be amazed. This is this is like a, I, I was preaching this. I was sharing with some ministers in one in one area, and I said to the, this one guy in the front here, I said, "Sir, could you please pinch me?" And the man, said, you know, he wants to be nice. He "I said pinch me." He went the second time. I said, "Sir, pinch me." And then he pinched me. I said, "Now I'm awake. I can feel the pain." This is not a dream. This is a reality. The Bible says, eye has not seen. Ear has not heard. The things that God has prepared for you, for those that love him. If you're walking in the will of God, young people, if you're walking in the will of God, that will amaze you in the midst of COVID, in the midst of, of some terrible things that are taking place. The economy is clashing. But God is moving in his power, in his glory. That's amazing. After 40 odd years in the ministry, I can still be surprised. God is awesome. Right. So, I, at the, then on the Tuesday, I'm sharing with the judge at the hotel that was arranged. I didn't have to pay half a cent. Those guys arranged a hotel, got the big guys, some business guys, attorneys. We're sharing there. The leader of the assemblies of God was in the meeting. He phones me and he says, can I have a lunch with you? He talks to me and then he sends me a letter. He says, I endorse what God is doing through through God's servant John. And wherever the churches are of the assemblies of God in the nation, they will be open to hear what I have to say. Amen. The word of God says in Revelation chapter 3, God saying to his people, I know that you have little strength.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: And if we want to be honest, we've got little strength. Mm-hmm. But I set before you an open door
1: mm-hmm.
2: that no man would be able to shut it. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. It's not in
1: our strength.
2: Yes. It's in the strength of God Amen. Almighty. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. And I am so excited and I don't want to take up all the time. To share this, but uh, this is just exciting. So for the next two years, I'm going around to tell God's people, get ready to answer and to respond that we can, we can bring in usher in the kingdom of God. Now we're not talking about the conditions that prevail in our nation, and we, we all know it. But we're not gonna, you know, you can talk about it. It's just like this, and it's like that, and it's like that, and the like this and it's. Like this, and it's that is, you know what I did Uh, a couple of weeks ago? I said, I want you all, we we sing the anthem every day, every Sunday in church. I said, today we're going to pray for Mr. Jacob Zuma. Because he's rendered to the country Mm -hmm. a great service. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know that he rendered to the country a great service. Everybody looking at in my church, they're all unbelievers, don't believe me.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I look at him and then I said, wow. Oh, I said, okay, listen, it was on his watch, he appointed the Chief Justice Mohen Moheng yes. mm-hmm. to become Chief Justice. And then, he did South Africa, a great service, mm-hmm. where that man could go into parliament and pray in tongues mm-hmm. in parliament and capture mm-hmm. uh, the attention of the whole world. Mm-hmm. That's another sign that's never been done before, Mm -hmm. that God is about to do something awesome in this land. And you may condemn Jacob Zuma, but I want to thank God for him, for appointing Chief Justice Mohen. Mohen. And maybe before he closes his eyes in this life, he will have a visitation from God because his soul is precious. Somebody said amen. Hallelujah. Now, so, uh, we're excited about what God is doing and uh, uh, there's, there's so many doors opening. And I said to Pastor Gerald, Pastor Jerome, uh, I, I met with some pastors today in, at the pavilion before I came through. And one of the guys said, he said John, you're going to have to uh, multiply yourself because it's so, so awesome, so great. Hallelujah. Yesterday we were with a captain. Domino. And uh, just and this guy is the, a major player in the KZNCC. KZNCC. And he said, I'm going to set up meetings for you here and here and here into the outline areas of the town. Yes. Without even asking. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to go with me to the Bible. Let's go to Esther chapter 3. How much time do I have, Jill? Awesome. Ten minutes. Ten minutes,
1: okay.
2: Esther chapter chapter 4. Oh, now I'm going to give you a quick one. You're going to have to read this for yourselves, okay? Esther chapter 4. You know the story of where uh, Mordecai comes to Esther and he says, this is going to befall us. That uh, and the lord has brought you to the kingdom for such a time as this Mm -hmm. and uh, because there's a threat against the jews and if they don't and deliverance will come from another another hand another, another angle but you will be rejected that's in chapter four turn with me to chapter three i want you to track with me genesis chapter three the story begins with haman Um, who was advanced, the king advanced him and set his seat above all the princes that were with him. And um, so he was exalted. He was in a place of of prominence. But Mordecai refused to bow before him. Now, in verse chapter 7, I want you to Take note of this. Let's look at verse chapter 7. In, and I never saw this until now that I'm involved in this whole uh, exercise. In the first month, that is the month Nishan, in the 12th year of King Azarias, they cast per. Casting per was witchcraft, it was enchanting. It was them consulting their spirits for which is the right day. I want you to take note of this. Haman, he cast per. You can check this out and you can do a cross reference. And he did it from day to day, from month to month, to the 12th month. That is the month of Adar. From the first month to the 12th month. One whole year every day is involved in witchcraft. Church, what is taking place in our nation, the powers of darkness, there are people that are agents of the enemy, that are casting spells, that are casting enchantments. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. And this that they did a whole year. Therefore, we need intercessors to have a spiritual perception of what is really taking place in our nation. That's where the war is going to be won. Amen? For a whole year, one whole year, this guy was casting out this, and casting out this. You read in chapter 4, that when he went back to his house, and his wife, uh, Zoresh, and the, the, the wise men were in his house, and said, if you have begun to fall against uh, Mordecai, being have been a Jew, you will fall, and you will not stop. The wise men were in his house, much of what is taking place in South Africa today is the result of successful spiritual warfare that stems from the pit of hell. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: So, therefore, we need intercessors. We need you to be part of what God is going to. When the enemy comes in like a flood, then the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. And you know where the standard is? The standard is sitting right here in front of me. You are the standard. You are the standard. Number two, quickly because of time. And then it says, that's the first thing, it's the spiritual warfare aspect, right, this whole warfare. Number two, and uh, it's a legislative, legislative uh, involvement. Haman, could not do anything against the Jews until he got the king to agree to sign a legal document and make it a decree that at a certain day in a year's time that the people could rise up and kill the Jews. That was a legislative It was a legislative decision. We can have all the intercession we want to as a church and I've been part of intercession all night prayer meetings, praying praying and praying. I've had the privilege of praying for four mayors in our city. Every one of those mayors called me and this guy called me, then he was his own party and the next guy, but the next guy. And our prayers, because we don't have anybody to be working where the the legislation is, is made, we're unsuccessful. Therefore, we need Daniels and we need Josephs. To be able to take their place and to make them and stand for elections and to be part of that part. That's an important part of the warfare. Please, it's an important part of the warfare. We can play all we want to. We can bind. We can loose. But if I've got nobody there that will be able to say that's a wrong policy and to, to bring in the policies of God, we've lost the battle while we're playing. Therefore, we need, and this is one of my heart to go and tell the church. Church, identify the Daniels. Prepare them in two and a half years' time. Hallelujah. Because the Constitution uh, Court ruled that within two and a half years, three years' time, the Parliament must change the law to allow for independent righteous rulers to stand. They didn't say righteous, I'm adding that. Hallelujah. Now, therefore, we have to have it in we have men and women. Do you know that when, when Daniel, when the guys wanted Daniel and they hated Daniel, what did they do? They went to the king, and they said to the king, "King, there's a certain group of people that don't uh, uh, they serve another god. And but why don't you make a law that uh, for thirty days they must only 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 pray to you and worship you?" And what did those guys got? Did they went and get the king to make it a legislation? Mm-hmm. You hear me they made it a legislation? Therefore, they could get Daniel and he was thrown into the lion's den. Now, you know how Esther won that battle? She got the king to amend the constitution. And she said, and he added, and she added there, and the king added that on that that day he couldn't change that. On that day, the guys can attack and kill. But he gave them, he changed it, and he added a a, a clause, and he said that they can defend themselves. That was legislated. Amen. It was a law, and those guys, the Jews, were waiting. Okay, the law says I can defend myself, and nobody attacked the Jews. We have to have people in legislation. Number three. <laughs> Hallelujah. Number three quickly. Yes, yeah, in the book here. Yeah? Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 9. Verse nine. Alright. Now he answers. And Haman said, If it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver into the hands of those that have this charge of this business. Mordecai was prepared to invest 10,000 talents of silver. converted. You can do the sums you can google it you can check it out a troy ounce of silver is worth so much and the talent is worth so much it weighs so much It haman was prepared to invest four billion rand to get his agenda amen i'm saying to you yeah, if we're going to win this war the body of christ must be able to invest Amen. and those candidates that will stand the body of Christ in every given area must be able to say we're going to support them financially, we're going to help them with the posters, we're going to help them Amen. because some of those guys might be righteous guys and good guys but because they don't have the money to advertise nobody will know that they're there so if Haman was prepared to invest 4 billion for his evil agenda the church of Jesus Christ has to have another think of how we invest our funds. And we invest it in those people that will be serving God and the purposes of God. Hallelujah. And everybody said amen. Amen. And then number four. And then he says here, let the king send out, verse 13, and let us be sent by post into all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, etc., etc. And a copy of the writing for the command was given to every province and that they should, and the post went out being hastened by the king's command. Post, The post there was the fastest form of transport. It was those guys on horses. It had to be done quickly. What this means to me is that what we have to do, we've got to do it quickly. We've got to get this message out to wherever God's people are. And you can be part of those posts by sharing it on your social media, by sharing it with your friends and telling them that the church needs to do something to prepare God's people to stand to be Daniels and Josephs. And we have to do it quickly. We only have two years to get ourselves ready in the name of Jesus. Now, quickly, this is my prophetic perspective. It's not thus said the Lord. I spoke to the, this retired judge and he told me that according to the Constitution, the law is that if Parliament does not change the law, and if they delay, and then it gets goes back to the Constitutional Court, the Constitutional Court will rule that Parliament is invalid. Think about that. This, this could be down the road. Remember the Holy Spirit shows us what's to come. and if it, and, and according to the Constitution, the parliament will be dissolved and then the chief justice will run the country until a proper changing of the constitution and a proper election is run now do you think that the pop the the, the people different sections of the people are going to accept that i can see people writing in the streets i can see people burning tires i can see some tremendous yeah difficult times ahead. Mm-hmm. Amen. This is serious church.
1: Yeah.
2: I could preach to you a nice message about the prosperity and the blessings of God that I'm here today to tell you I see this. I see this. That once they they're gonna say that the country the, the parliament is dissolved, we haven't seen rights yet.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: The guys are gonna be in the streets, they're gonna be burning, they're gonna be blocking the roads off and they can bring this country to a Stand still. The taxi industry can do that, hallelujah, and not for not for a, for a constitutional ruling. And if if the strong man in the nation at the time has the army and the police and the intelligence services backing him, we can have a coup and military rule in this country. I trust that you are shaken. I trust that you will soberly consider this. Look into it, check it out. And uh, see if I'm sane. And one day, if it should happen, don't say that this prophet never told you. It's coming. Amen? It's coming. And I'm not sure if everybody is aware of this, but it was brought to my attention that Sister Mags had a dream. And in the dream, she was riding in the vicinity and she saw posters, and on the posters was her pastor, Pastor Gerald, but she saw in the posters that it wasn't a church revival meeting, it was a political meeting. True, Max? I can't hear you, true, Max? Yes pastor. yes, pastor. True, Gerald? What did I Pastor? I can't hear you, This much. <laughs> yes, Pastor. Now, you can ignore that. You can say that was just a dream. But at this time, when we're sharing this message, Pastor Gerald, was, and I phone Max. I said, Max, tell me about it. She told me about it. I asked her to even write it down so I can have a record of it. Is not God saying something to this house? There are, there are much bigger churches in the vicinity, but to this house. And I'm saying to you, do the will of God. That's where you will find the favor of God. Can you stand with me? Can you switch off now, Jill? Because of time.
1: Right now, first of all,